Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining me today. This is Gary Kay. You're listening to a special edition of my Rants and Rays podcast. I'm excited to be joined with Andrew Evans, the manager of product marketing for Extron. Andrew, hey, how are you? I'm doing great, Gary. How are you today? It's good to have you on. Um, and uh, right, you're causing quite a buzz in the industry and uh, you're personally responsible. So I thought I would put you on and talk about the new NAV system, which I'm kind of guessing uh, stands for network audio video. That's a wild guess, but uh, it's your network AV over IP system. Uh, tell me about it. Sure. So today's a really exciting day at Extron. Uh, we've introduced our NAV system, which is the uh, the AV over IP solution that we've been working on uh, for a little bit of time. And we're really excited to be able to bring something that uh, we think really fills some gaps in the market. Yeah, and I should warn my uh, audience that I'm sitting here on hotel network connectivity. So uh, I apologize if the audio doesn't sound like it normally does. I'm doing the best I can. I'm connected up on a, a hotel Wi-Fi and a little meeting room that we have here off the ballroom because I'm here at the Almo E4 show. And today, Extron sort of surprised the industry and launched that AV over IP system known as NAV. And you did a couple things that are unique uh, that should be pointed out uh, that, that, that um, I think is worth mentioning. First off, you, you introduced more of a, a family of products because you have both a 1 gig and a 10 gig and a controller. So let's talk about the individual products real quick. Sure, be happy to. So like you said, it is a, a family of products. Uh, we didn't want to just come with an encoder and a decoder. We really wanted to look at uh, an overall solution platform for our, our resellers and integrators. So what we've got are encoders and scaling decoders that are uh, targeted at either a one gigabit network or a 10 gigabit network and then a management appliance that we call the navigator that you can deploy to manage all of these endpoints uh, on your network. But what's really interesting uh, from my perspective about having the one gigabit and 10 gigabit uh, endpoints is that we actually have compatibility across the line so that the one gigabit and 10 gigabit products are able to stream to each other and uh, create really a solution that spans those two different network architectures. I mean, dare I say the word interoperability, which is the key word in the IT world. I mean, how do you feel about that uh, as far as uh, describing that? Because you do have the ability to sort of manage a system regardless of which encoders and decoders you use. I would totally be comfortable with the word interoperability. In fact, uh, I might have to use that in some of our materials if you don't mind. Yeah, well, I mean, certainly... the IT world kind of has been looking for that interoperability and control. Yep, very much so. So what we've got is a platform now that uh, delivers that really high quality imagery for in-room type switching. But if you needed to do overflows or send those signals uh, throughout the campus or throughout the enterprise, but you want to minimize your impact on the IT network, you can drop those bit rates down uh, anywhere to 40 megabits if you want to go that low and still be able to deliver really amazing video quality uh, at any given bit rate. And those streams can be picked up by either 10 gigabit or one gigabit decoders. Yeah, and I should stop and say that I had the opportunity for the, about the last month off and on to kind of play around with and understand how the system works and actually see it in operation, connecting different sources to it, comparing it to competitive products out there. 
Um, and one of the unique things that I noticed that, you know, I didn't know much about how the process of this, I mean, everyone knew that X-Bound was going to come out with an AV over it. It's the worst kept secret in the industry. Everyone knew that you were going to eventually come out with it. What they didn't know is what flavors and uh, sizes and number of scoops you'd have. So what, what we have uh, is, is a couple of things that I noticed that were differentiators. Uh, first is the variable bandwidth um, is unique to only a few manufacturers out there. And in your case, it's completely linear. You can basically type in whatever bit rate you want. But more importantly, the amount of bandwidth you're using while you're streaming or while you're sending the signal across the network, not necessarily streaming always, while you're sending across the network is unique. Uh, and you were actually able to demonstrate that uh, technically. Talk about that for just a second, what you're doing there. Sure. So... With the introduction of the NAV platform, uh, at the heart of it is our own codec. Uh, it's the Pure 3 codec that we spent a lot of time and effort engineering really from the ground up to be uh, really targeted towards the pro AV industry. So competitively, there are other codecs and other products in the market space, but a lot of the codec technology was derived from other industries, so it might not have the exact uh, functionality that really the AV professionals are looking for. So with Pure 3, we were able to really target the AV market specifically and deliver the image quality that Xtron's known for and do it at low bit rates and with really low latency. Uh, so we're really hitting on the, the three main things that you would want to evaluate whenever you're looking at the performance of an AV over IP system. And so it's really unique opportunity for us uh, to bring these out and to show them and we're really excited uh, to put in front of people to see uh, this level of performance that we're able to deliver at any given bit rate but within that pure three technology one of the things that we're really excited to talk about is our intelligent selective streaming and so with intelligent selective streaming we actually are able to evaluate that incoming video signal at the encoder and determine whether or not there's redundant information. And if there is, we actually don't stream that redundant information across the network. And that's just one of the ways that we are minimizing our impact on the IT networks. Yeah, and so the way that that looks is um, in the past and with most of the other AV over IP products there, they're using sort of more of a traditional um, um, method to send the signal across the network where they're dropping frames and reproducing frames from one end to the other. And in your case, what you're doing is you're only concentrating on the information on the screen that changes and basically ignoring what doesn't change. So for example, here's an application, PowerPoint slide, you have a background template that's used on every single slide. You're not resending that every single time. You're only sending the information that changes. Now granted, that's low bandwidth information, but multiply that times pretty much anything you send, even motion video, a lot of times the camera sitting still in the background doesn't change and the foreground does. My understanding is that you're only streaming the information across the network that does change with your ISS system. That's exactly right, Gary. We're looking at that information and if it's persistent or uh, redundant information, then there's no reason for us to, uh, to retransmit it. So in that PowerPoint example, uh, really our bit rates are going to drop down uh, in a dynamic fashion to very low uh, levels. And we're only going to transmit, you know, those text changes, or maybe you've got a, 
a cursor doing some annotation. You know, those are the types of things that uh, we're going to pick up and transmit across the network. So what that means in, in real life is that we're able to give you an image quality that is really uh, just has to be seen to be believed, quite honestly. I'm trying to avoid some, some marketing words here, but I mean, it truly is impressive to see the level of fine line detail, the, the color depth, the, the reproduction of the imagery really does uh, deliver visually lossless image quality at bit rates that our competition can't touch. Let me talk about the visually lossless in just a second. Um, I do want to remind all of our listeners, we're talking to uh, Andrew Evans, who is the product uh, manager of product marketing at Extron. We're talking about the NAV series, which is their network uh, AV product or AV over IP product. Um, and uh, our, we're, I'm, I'm literally on hotel network and, and you're in your office. Um, so therefore, the audio may not sound as good as it normally does on my podcast, but I felt like it was important because you just launched this product today to have this discussion. We'll go back to visually losses. There, that is actual standard, uh, and I learned that over uh, um, developing my new AV over IP keynote that I've been doing for about six months across the country. There's actually a standard for visually losses. There's a way to measure it. And, and without going into great discussion on how it works, because we did put a link on how you can learn more about it uh, in our announcement, um, basically, the, only the companies that can make the claim that their product's visually lossless can make that claim because there's a standard. And you are making that claim, which basically means what, Andrew? So one of the ways that we're showing our product uh, just to really drive home that visually lossless message is we take uncompressed video on a large format display and we put the exact same information through our NAV system side by side with that uncompressed video and allow people to evaluate the image quality and to be visually lossless, you shouldn't be able to see any difference between uh, those two signals. And we've run through that testing and we're really proud to say that we can achieve visually lossless video through our system. And, and you'll notice that a number of the manufacturing industry don't make that claim because that is a standard. Um, I have actually seen it, as I, as I said, I've not only seen it, played around with it, but I've seen both the comparison from the original source using not just test patterns, not just using pretty video, but using some, some content that does really push the image quality. Um, and, it, and, it, and you're right, it does look like the original. And the big thing that I notice is the combination of the two, the combination of the visually losses and the combination of your bitrate adjustment or bitrate management uh, system, whatever you want to call it. Um, was really what struck me when you were comparing your product to some of the other ones that are in the market. Now, I'm not gonna get into any claims and we all know what, what you're gonna say about the product. I am gonna repeat my challenge to the industry because I think now is the time. Now that everyone now has a AV over IP system, uh, I, I'm calling for a shootout. We need to have an industry-wide shootout, uh, whether that happens in our office or whether it happens at, on a, you know, an independent university campus or whether it happens at a trade show, wherever it needs to happen, there needs to be sort of a industry-wide shootout where everyone gets a chance to bring in their best products and the products off the shelf and pump in some signals into it and let's compare and let, let everyone walk by and compare and let's, let's do this in a real environment. Um, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm assuming you would accept that challenge based on what you're making as far as claims uh, about the performance of your product. 
Well, we, we certainly have, uh, have participated in, in shootouts in the past uh, with support of the projector shootouts at Infocom. And, you know, if that's something that the, that the industry is really pushing for and something that, uh, that the management here at Extron wants to take on, then we, we certainly would, would jump into that fray. Uh, we actually are looking at it uh, also from a, the standpoint of how do you specify the performance of a codec even? And so what we're looking at is, uh, is ways that we can actually uh, level that playing field so when people do talk about the performance of a codec that there's actually a specification to refer back to. So I certainly think there's a lot of opportunity uh, for the industry to, uh, to kind of come together here and uh, solidify how we talk about codec performance. Yeah, and I think that um, we, as an industry and as a publication, I think we sit in a unique position where we can help drive that opportunity for everyone to have a chance to do their own little shootouts too because ultimately what's going to happen if, if i'm a good integrator i'm going to buy one of yours i'm going to buy one of crestons i'm going to buy one of svs size i'm going to buy one of whoever else is i'm supporting and i'm going to do my own little shootout and you're going to need to supply the industry is going to need to supply it can't come from you can't come from crestron can't come from svsi a third party and maybe it'll be us of a set of uh, test patterns and images that people can content i guess you'd say that people can pump into their systems and compare uh, and I think that's what the industry needs right now because um, this is this is a sea change that the industry is about to go through. Would you not agree with that? I certainly would agree with that. It's uh, it's hard to have measurements when you don't have standards, right? So I, I think if we can get everybody talking about uh, the performance using the same language, the same video content that is uh, being sent through the systems for evaluation, it really levels that playing field and it really uh, shows off the performance of each codec in its own right. One of the features that you have is that variable uh, bit rate adjustment um, where you can literally type in whatever result, whatever bit rate you want. So basically to make a long story short, if you have a one gig product, you can pump in and you can, the IT department can manage how much bandwidth to give that product anywhere from 40 megabits per second, which means it'll run on a hundred you know, standard ethernet network that most people have installed even in their homes now, all the way up to one gig. If you have a 10 gig, you can go down to 40 megabit again and go all the way up to 10 gig, which means I can say I'm gonna allot the bandwidth to this particular room at 3.5, uh, another room might be at 10, um, based on what the needs are for the room and the amount of overhead I have in the, in the room. Um, that's kind of unique to be able to give them that amount of flexibility. It seems to me that was uh, obviously a, a feature aimed at the IT department. You're exactly right. It's one of those uh, items that uh, that really surfaced in some of our research and development, and some of the uh, the talks that we had with professionals as we were developing the product. And that's how do you scale your AV over IP solution? So when you start having encoders and decoders that are on different network switches, you have to start looking at how you manage that bandwidth between those network switches. So being able to have that really granular control over each one of those streams becomes really important to the IT staff and being able to allocate how much bandwidth they want to dedicate to AV over IP versus some of their other enterprise needs like voice, email, web traffic, that type of stuff, file transfer. So we want to be able to uh, be really good digital citizens on that uh, enterprise network. And one of the ways that we do that is by giving that really fine control over the bit rate. Yeah, and, and so 
like for example, SDVOE, which is the only other 10 gig standard I know of in the industry, gives you a little bit of that control. Uh, I've been doing some reading and it sounds like they have the option to, for example, take a 10 gig and go down to five gig um, and some in between that. But does anyone else have that sort of level of variability that you're saying that you have with the nav system and in, 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 in the ability to go from 40 to, 100, to 10 gig, 40 megabit to 10 gig? So on the, the 10 gigabit products, uh, I have yet to see anybody uh, in the marketplace have that range of compression available to them on a 10 gig product. Uh, I have seen what, you're, what you mentioned for the SDVOE group where they have uh, a little bit of control over their bit rate, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it's also dependent on the video resolution that you're trying to transmit. Uh, so yeah, I believe that at, five, at the five G, yeah, I believe you're right. If you go to five uh, G, then you're going down to four K thirty, I think, and you can go down to two point five or something around that range at ten eighty p. So I believe you're right. Right. Whereas we give you that full range of control with the four K sixty video signal. On the one gigabit side, uh, there certainly are uh, competitors that let you select bitrate or uh, adjust for quality. But what's really unique for us is that we're able to go below their lowest threshold. So if you get into that situation where your IT manager doesn't really want to allocate more than say 100 megabits of traffic to video over IP, that's going to disqualify a fair chunk of the competition yet we still have the ability to drop uh, down to that 100 megabits or even go lower uh, if requested. And we'll still deliver really good video quality at those low bit rates because of our intelligent selective streaming technology that's baked into Pure 3. Yeah, and that's why I think we need a shootout because uh, people are gonna wanna see this. They're gonna be, and, and more than any other technology that's come before us other than maybe new projection technologies, the customer is going to have to be involved in the decision-making process of this technology because they're going to have to decide the trade-offs. Not everyone can put a 10 gig network in. Not everybody wants to. Not everybody can afford it. So therefore, they're going to have to decide, well, where do I go? Like, what number do I cut off at? And what are the applications that need more? Because if all you're doing is digital signage around the building and you're using uh, 1080 displays, you don't need 10 gig. But if you're just doing, if you're doing 4K in a, in a medical school and you're showing high resolution imaging, you might. But in the average class, you may only need one. So I think that, that, that there needs to be a level of education. I'm, sit, I'm talking with Andrew Evans, a product manager, uh, manager product marketing at Extron. I'm, let me talk about one uh, last uh, element of uh, network AV, in my opinion, that's important uh, before I let you go, Andrew, and that is security. Um, people are going to ask, you know, and are already asking, what about uh, hacking into this stuff? What is the secure? What did Extron do to make sure that their system is as secure as anyone else's? Fantastic question. So we didn't want to just address the needs of the AV managers, but we also wanted to make sure that the IT staff was comfortable with the product because we really are dependent on that IT network for the product to operate properly. So what we've done is we've integrated Active Directory uh, so that we can handle user management more easily. We're doing 802.1x uh, access control, port-based access control. And then we're also doing SRTP for the streaming. So that means we're 
encrypting and encapsulating all of that audio, video, controlled, and USB traffic so that it can't be sniffed by somebody else who's running you know, just a standard uh, H.264 kind of software decoder on their laptop. They're not going to be able to pick up our stream. They're not going to be able to view any of that content. Uh, so we really are protecting those payloads that we're transmitting across the network. But then even beyond that, what we've done is create a secure ecosystem of the navigator management appliance, the nav endpoints, and the Extron Pro Series control processors so that all of the communication between these Extron products is actually secure as well. So these are the types of functions that these IT groups really are going to gravitate towards. Uh, so we really feel that we've put our, our due diligence in uh, to make sure that we're serving the needs of both the AV and IT professionals with this product. I'm going to hit you with some tough questions, but these are the questions that people want answered before I let you go, Andrew. You ready? Sure, let's do it. All right, when are you going to deliver the product? That's going to be a question people are going to ask. You've launched the product, when are you going to deliver? Yep, totally understand. That's a, that's a common question, so I'm ready for that one. Uh, end of Q1 2019. So the way that a lot of these AV over IP projects run is they've got a little bit of a longer lead time than a traditional single room type deployment. So we wanted to make sure that the industry knew what we have and the technology that we're using so that they can plan accordingly. Are you going to make that delivery date? I feel really good about that delivery date. We've, okay. we've bashed it around internally a number of times, and that's the one that uh, even engineering felt comfortable talking about. Okay. Um, and uh, I, I haven't seen anything yet on pricing, competitive. How competitive are you going to be to what's out there right now? Um, where do you fall in line with that, or are you ready to talk about price yet? For price, I'd probably want to defer that to our sales group. Uh, it's really going to be one where we want to engage with each customer and understand what their needs are because it is a platform. We want to make sure that they're selecting the right products within the platform to service their needs. So I'd really want to uh, just work through that on each individual basis. Fair but enough. You just you know that it's competitive no <laughs> Yeah. We do know it's a competitive <laughs> landscape. And so... You know, we might not be the cheapest one out there, but we're certainly going to deliver a lot of value uh, for the, the price of the product. Well, let's talk about competition. I mean, uh, SVSI, as you know, uh, they're the, the, the big uh, company in the industry in the sense that they've been in the industry the longest. They sort of were the first AV over IP system. You have Crestron launched their product about a year and a half ago, the NVX line. Uh, you have SDVOE with about 25 partner shipping products out there. Um, where do you see yourself fitting into this? You're coming into, I mean, let's be honest, you're coming into the market a little bit late. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of people would argue it's late. I mean, they've, they've already been shipping their products for a while. Um, obviously, there must have been some of a calculated decision. Maybe you are not willing to share the details of that with me. But, but if I'm an integrator or I'm coming into this market now, why should I give Extron a shot since I've already been using a competitive product? And where do you fit into the market? Sure. So I would say where we fit into the market is with the one gig and 10 gigabit and the interoperability between those two. So previously the integrators have had to choose, are they in the one gigabit camp or are they in the 10 gigabit camp? Or maybe they're stepping one foot in each and having to pick different products for different uh, customers. So 
where we're really differentiating ourselves is now they can use an Xtron solution for both sides of the infrastructure and they can really gear up to support uh, their customers with only a single product line. So I think that's a really, uh, really great opportunity for them uh, as resellers and integrators. And then, uh, I'm sorry, the other half of the question? Well, the other half of the question was, was um, you're coming to the market late and I'm already using a company out there. Maybe I'm already a Crestron company, maybe I'm already an SVSI company and I've already started using them. You know, what are you going to tell me that's make it worth it? For, I mean, you've said, obviously, your, your quality is better. And, and we've said we, we all should challenge the industry to step up and let's have some sort of quality shootout. Uh, you've talked about the, um, the bit rate adjustment capabilities. But, but what's going to push me over the edge to want to switch? Or, you, you know, you, you, as I said, you're coming in the market a couple of years after a lot of the companies that are out there. Sure, sure. So... I think that there still are a lot of circuit-based switched uh, systems being installed. So we might not be the first company with a, an AV over IP solution, but I think the market still is testing the waters a little bit uh, for installing that as kind of the de facto architecture of an AV system. So I certainly think that there's uh, a lot of market opportunity left uh, for us in this space. And then, on top of that, I think we've really done a good job of looking at the competition and seeing where they might have some shortcomings and making sure that we addressed those shortcomings in our product offering. Yeah, and, and um, I guess this is the, you know, this is the time we'll have to see how that, how that uh, pans out. You, you are, statistically, it's probably worth pointing out since you, since you kind of alluded to it statistically, only about 5% of the total, little less than 5% of the total AV market um, is actually even started integrating any type of AV over IP system. So in reality, you're, you are right. I'll give you that one. You're, you're, you're late from this competitive standpoint, but from the market adoption standpoint, you're talking about 95% of the market hasn't. So uh, you're certainly not late from that standpoint. So I'll give you that one. Um, the rest of it's going to come from people uh, doing their own tests and kind of evaluating the products and seeing, you know, if, if they, they uh, want to use an all Extron ecosystem and how that would uh, adapt to the other systems that they're building. Um, so, uh, I, you know, it would be great to come back and talk to you right after you start shipping the product and see, because you'll have had time to talk to consultants, you'll have time to talk to the IT departments. And, and see if some of the answers are cha have changed a little bit or they're the same and sort of what you've uh, learned over that period of time. Are you willing to do that? Definitely. I'd welcome that conversation. Well, I, like I said, I've been talking to Andrew Evans, the, product, the manager of product marketing at Extron. Um, congratulations on your launch today. Uh, I know that uh, it's been a long time coming for not only you, but for the industry. I think a lot of people in the industry, and I was just at uh, Integrate uh, last month in Australia, and a comment was made during the um, – the panel discussion I was on where someone, one of the end users said, you know, everyone's kind of waiting for what Extron does because that in a way that kind of to them validated the market because, you know, there are three big players, historical players in the video switching and distribution market. And uh, you're one of those three. So obviously people are kind of hanging out, waiting to see what you do. Uh, so uh, I guess now we know. That's right. It's been a really exciting day here at Extron and we're looking forward to what the future brings. So you go to extron.com, you can find the, the NAV, the NAV product. Uh, if you want to go to directly, they have a, they have a microsite. You can go to extron.com slash technology slash landing slash NAV. 
and I will put that link in the description of this podcast. Uh, Andrew, thank you very much for joining me today. Again, congratulations, and uh, I guess I will see you or talk to you in about six months, right about the time you're shipping, and uh, get, a, get an update from you. Fantastic. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk, Gary. Thank you very much, and uh, thanks for joining me on such a busy day. And everyone, thanks for listening. If you want to see the story that I wrote and my personal experience with the NAV system, because I did have a chance to play around with it before the product launched, so I know exactly what the product has the capability of doing and what it visually looks like, read my review at, rape, at uh, rapepubs.com. I'm going to write a little bit more about it. I had to push to get this story out because I'm traveling right now, and um, and uh, and I didn't have a chance to write a, a, a more long-form review. But I, I'm going to post a, a story in the future that includes some pictures of sort of the things that I saw and, and experienced so you can kind of understand what, uh, what my perspective was on it and kind of describe visually some of the stuff that Andrew's been talking about. So look for that coming in the next couple of three weeks here. Uh, we got plenty of time because they're not delivering until the end of the first quarter, so we've got a lot to talk about. But you can see it all at raypubs.com or at extron.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.